Hello and welcome to the What If Adventure with me Lisa Medler and today we go back to why we started this What If Adventure when What If Adventure started it started as a place for people who had been <laughs> for lack of a better word traumatized by the idea of marriage but were either curious to know how it was meant to be or they wanted to get into the institution but had not seen a good picture of how it looked like and today's episode really gets to the heart of why someone may be that way. It really starts to, what do you call it, pull, peel out the outer layers of the onion as we get to the heart of this girl because we're studying Songs of Solomon. As we get to the heart of why she's feeling as if she is unworthy of being loved, which sometimes can be the case, especially in a relationship. But before we get there, did you guys watch the safari early? Did y'all watch it? Because, yeah, the dust. The dust. It looks like nowhere in this country is it raining. And, you know, I grew up watching the safari rally right outside our house. Like, literally last year, but one. They were using the road right outside our house. So, being the eldest daughter in an African home, I was cleaning the clothes and, you know, watching the safari rally right from at home it was fun and i'm glad that they are back i am glad to see people but yeah some of the accidents though but that's a story for another day although i was not in russia so i was right at home <laughs> and i was following from there but it was interesting the i'm glad we are doing this more often um we deserve such excitement sometimes i think also there was a question of covid and guys are just tired of staying at home and having bad news. They just wanted to go somewhere. Especially because most people think that a lockdown is imminent at some point, somewhere in the future. So they just wanted to have a bit of fun before that happened. Speaking of fun, let's get back to the text. <laughs> to backtrack a bit, we remember we first had the girl praising her lover. And then we had her saying... And I mean, no wonder people love him. And then her friends stop her and they're like, no, you will not talk like that. You are the one whom they love. So now here in today's text, she gives sort of an explanation as to why she thought that he would love other women. She says, I am very dark, but calmly, O daughters of Jerusalem, like the tents of Kedah, like the curtains of Solomon. Now do not gaze at me because I am swarthy, because I am scorched by the sun. Okay, so here, the first question you must ask, of course, is what are the tents of Kedah? And as I was looking at photos and pictures and googling, one of the things I found was, I don't know if you all watched Amazing Race or you've been to Morocco and there are these tents that they have for the people in the desert with just poles and then you have you have a, a sort of sheet cast over it that just hangs on the poles now if you remember this sheet is usually black partly because it's supposed to absorb the heat and not just reflect it because not only will it reflect the sun upwards on the up on the upside it will also reflect the heat downwards and it can if you've been in a white tent in the sun when you're several people it just feels like being in a cooker in a crucible for lack of a better word. And then next we have the... She says she's dark like the curtains of Solomon. We must ask then, the curtains of Solomon, how do they look like? This one is interesting because the curtains of Solomon would have been purple. 
at worst if not purple scarlet which does not translate to the girl being dark but calmly although we could say that having olive skin and then being scorched by the sun if she becomes darker she might technically not be exactly black but a bit more reddish you know but then again we must ask why would she say the tense of keda and then talk about redness tense of keda being black and then the redness in the curtains of solomon so some people have proposed that instead of curtains of solomon it is meant to be curtains of salma so that you have in the curtains of salma they used black wool to make the curtains so they would have been dark and swarthy take whichever translation you wish it does not matter the girl says that she is beautiful and i love that because back then we find that we see that she thinks she's not stunning because she is dark yeah and that was the standard back then you had to be light skinned to be stunning because usually the rich people or the people of the upper class are the ones who st- set the standards of beauty which in our day and age are translated through social media and you have people saying you must be back then you must be fair because rich people had the benefit of not having to go out and work in the sun because it was a largely agricultural society although there were other activities that you could have done but they did not go out they were not looking after cattle they were not in the pasture so they did not necessarily get dark and because they were fair skinned and they only accepted people who were fair then the standard became that you had to be fair to be accepted and then you have now this girl saying i am very dark but calmly so she's saying despite the fact that i am dark i know i am not the acceptable standard but i also acknowledge that i am not ugly i am beautiful in whatever way i am and sometimes especially in this day and age with social media it can be easy to compare yourself and the media depending on where you live has this standard of how you're meant to look like if you're in the west you probably are meant to look like a toothpick or if you are in africa you are meant to be voluptuous have curves in all the right places you know if you are asian what is this oh fair skin has not changed 2000 years later that is not even 2000 years it is more than 2000 years later same thing you have to be fair skinned this girl says i am dark but calmly it is upon us as humans and consumers and people who live in this day and age to recognize that at the end of the day the bible says that we are made in god's image and we know that god is stunningly beautiful like the word the bible uses is that he is terrible not there is the word terrible but his beauty is so extreme that it is terrifying some versions use the word awesome you just stand like whoa and then we are made in his image so no matter how you look no matter whether you in whatever stage you are in your confidence whether you want to work out it is okay it is good to steward our bodies but it is good to also acknowledge that right where you are that is beautifully and wonderfully made so that whether you are slim whether you are larger in size you are beautifully and wonderfully made and you are calmly as you are and then she says that the sun has scorched her so 
we know that she was working in the field which is kind of a contrast because we know that the king would have been in the castle we know that solomon was born in the is it castle palace that's a word solomon was born in the palace and he would have stayed in the palace for all his life because he's not like his father who was born in the shepherd uh, not chef in a shepherd family and took care of animals and then at some point became king and had to run away about twice ran away into exile and stayed in the desert solomon had the benefit of being born in the palace and living in the palace for all his life so that he would have been fair skinned he would have been of a class higher than her seemingly and she is now displaying this we could call it insecurity in this day and age that she is dark and therefore she's kind of feeling unworthy and sometimes it does feel that way, especially for us even in practical sense you you get a guy who's interested in you and you're like no, we are not we are not of the same caliber no but then it depends on where your identity comes from does it come from you being most attractive person in the room because at the end of the day there will always some, be someone more attractive than you there will always be someone who's more stunning than you you could lose all the weight you want train all you want get all the muscle you want but at the end of the day someone is going to look better than you and if our identity comes from how we look if our identity comes from how we grew up if our identity comes from all those things all those physical things we will always have a problem at some point because there will always be someone from a richer background who looks better than you who has had more privileges than you speaks english better than you if english is your thing or maybe french or spanish or has 11 languages and now you will be paling in comparison if that is where your identity comes from but if you recognize that you are a daughter or son of the kingdom if you realize that you're the son of god that he is your father then no matter what happened to you he is still your father he is still your healer we know that in romans 8:28 it says that all things work for good for all who fear him and are called according to his purpose so it doesn't matter no it matters what happened and it was bad and we acknowledge that and it hurt and shaped who you are now but god says for those who who love me and are called according to my purpose all these things work together for good i will co- i will orchestrate them to work together in a way that is good both for you and for the kingdom because we are not just living for ourselves and when you've been when you've gone through hardship it can be easy to look at yourself but god is calling us to live out of ourselves the two commands were love your god with all your heart all your soul and all your strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself so that we are to live for god and our neighbors evil live for god and your neighbor live for god and your neighbor and that's the way of of the kingdom it is not a me centered environment it is a god centered environment where you serve your neighbor because jesus served and he says that no servant is greater than his master and so what we went through god allowed it because it was a preparation for a work that he's preparing us to do i love the the way elizabeth elliot puts it she says that god is preparing what is it elizabeth elliot or francis chan god is preparing you for whatever he's preparing you for so that what you're going through now 
despite how hard it is like rejoice because god is preparing you using that or he will use that in future to prepare you for what he's preparing you for that could be work in the kingdom here on earth or it could be for eternity so that you are shaped and you have a capacity to enjoy eternity in a way that you would not have enjoyed and that is the beauty of being christian the jews used to have a saying that the black camel of death kneels at any man's doorstep like everyone suffers on this earth because of sin everyone suffers but because you are christian your suffering is not for nothing because god has called you because the king has called you from you wherever you are your suffering is not for, for nothing i think we continue with the other part next time but remember your suffering is not for nothing so rejoice in the suffering because it produces in you that which god wants to do in you it gives you a level of stewardship that you would not have So we meet next time. It's been great hanging out with you. It's been great talking the things of the Lord. And I'm glad we get to do this. Uh, I'm glad we get to do this and see you next week same time, same place next week. God willing. Till then, have a great rest of the week. I know it's Friday by the time you're listening to this, but it's Tuesday when I'm recording. So, have a great have a great rest of the week and a great weekend and have fun it's a father's world goodbye